Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a crime, mystery and conspiracy podcast. Today we will be discussing the confusing case of Bella in the Witch Elm. In this episode, we will be discussing death and the occult, so if you are sensitive to these topics, please proceed. It's the 18th of April 1943. The Second World War is in full swing and four teenage boys are trespassing on Hagley Hall Estate, England. Bob Farmer, Robert Hart, Fred Payne and Thomas Willits are looking for bird eggs and they stumble across a witch elm. The boys decide Bob would climb the tree and see if there was any bird's nests at the top. When Bob reached the top, he saw no bird's nest but a hollow in the trunk of the tree with a white shiny object sat inside, so he decided to stick his hand in. I'm sorry, but if... Who just sticks their hand inside a tree? I don't I know. Like It'd be good point, on Arms Lab. They were 17, weren't they? Yeah. At the big age of 17, who is willingly just shoving their hand inside a tree? You don't know what's in there. Well, I mean, if you ignore all of the living things that could be in there. I guess, right? It's wartime Britain. He's starving, you know. Yeah, yeah true. He wants some scrambled egg. <laughs> he sees this thing that Russians are getting I, to him. I didn't get how you're gonna confuse spoiler alert this skull for an egg. Like how big do you think what like probably a pigeon's egg is? I don't know what bird a crow maybe. Our <laughs> average British bird. <laughs> well, the average British bird has a pint of Stella in his. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled out of school, and for a brief moment he believed it to be an animal school. However, he quickly realised it was a human school. Which I don't get, because it's like, I feel like, for example, a bird school would be very small. Very small, yeah. Or a squirrel small. A squirrel small? A, squirrel, a squirrel <laughs> school would be very small. Like, how are you, like, how are you confusing that? Well, he said an animal school, so if you think about like, um, well actually, yeah. Because if you think about like a fox, maybe that's still gonna be pretty small. Yeah, and it's also gonna like to have a snout. I don't actually know what a fox school looks like. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I haven't looked at many schools in my I lifetime. actually kind of have, which is weird. <laughs> but it gets weirder because the school that it's he found had parts of flesh and hair on it, and he was like, he had to look at it for a solid minute to be like, oh, that's a human school, that. <laughs> oh, never. <laughs> You'd think they'd seen a school before. This is again, this is wartime Britain. Yeah, he's, he's 17. This this kid needs to get his priorities sorted out. Fearstruck, he dropped the school back into the hollow and hastily climbed out of the tree, telling his friends what happened before they all fleed the scene. Partly due to the fact that they were trespassing, and potentially because it is believed that they were actually poaching and not just searching for eggs, the boys vowed to never tell another soul what they saw that day. Poaching makes more sense to me. Yeah, I mean, like. What kind of. Like, oh, we're some little lads. We're gonna go on an egg hunt. <laughs> this <laughs> is sorry, a what? this is a private estate as well. Like they're yeah. not meant to be here, so there's no way they're just going. Oh, let's go find some eggs. Because <laughs> you could do that in any old fucking place. Mm. Whereas, like, an, an estate's more likely to have fo what foxes, pheasants. Pheasants, yeah. So they definitely were poaching. Probably. Scallywags, a lot of. But <laughs> in terms of that, how are you poaching and then you happen to go in a tree? Like you're not gonna find a fox or. To be fair. Mm. 
Well, I don't know. That's more logic. But squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. Ah, yes, my favourite snack. Squirrels. When stew. the rations are hitting hard and you just want some squirrel. However, Thomas Willets, potentially due to stress, told his parents exactly what had happened the next day, breaking his promise to his friends and leading to his parents calling the police. Wow, Thomas isn't exactly a real friend, is he? What? What a snake! What would your reaction be? You know, like you, you've just done probably some highly illegal things. If and you if you snake me out to your mum. Yeah, but then that put, that parent is then going to go snake you out to the police. Yeah, if like, you, I would actually, I would flip my shit. Because I'd be like, Cam, we made a fucking promise here. Exactly. We, we made, not, not just a promise, a vow. Yeah. Fucking people are cringy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear Drink, that I shall not they were like, um, They were like spat in their hands and they shook them and they were like, we're brothers, we'll never say anything what happened on this day. And Thomas goes home that exact night and is like, Mom, I'm a, Mom, I'm a bit scared. <laughs> Shortly after the phone call was made, the police had entered the woods and they cordoned off the tree thanks to Willits who had shown them the location. First of all, him remembering the exact location. Like... I just think it's like, it's another stab to all of his mates, really, isn't it? It's yeah, like, first of all, you baited us, and then you've actively helped the police. And as well, how do you just cordon off a random bit in the woods? <laughs> Don't come over here, <laughs> Mr Fox. Well, I suppose it's... I'm tainful. surprised they did cordon it off, because it's supposed to be private land. But then again, if the lads got yeah. in there, then... The police found a skeleton of a woman in a sort of fetal position, stuffed inside the tree. However, her hand was missing and was later found away from the rest of her body. That's really odd. It is. Um, I mean, it comes up in some theories later about mm. witchcraft and yeah. other stuff. Um, Maybe her hand just fell off. Well, the police's explanation for it, although it is still a cold case, is that it was done by animals. But it's like, they're not just going to drag it like... A certain amount of meters away, and then she's like, "Yeah, I don't want this anymore." Well, so why don't they go for the hand? If she's in a fetal position, I'd assume they'd go for something at the top, i.e., her head. Yeah. Well, I mean, even her feet, because I guess they're like up there, right? But there again, I guess her hands are with her feet if she's in a fetal position. I don't know the specifics, so I wouldn't. Was I'm, she... not, I'm not an animal expert. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not. I do not believe it. <laughs> The corpse was notably wearing a fake gold ring, a knitted cardigan, skirt, a belt, and one shoe. The other was found a short distance away. However, most importantly, she had a piece of fabric. Piece of fabric. <laughs> she had a piece of fabric shoved down her throat, suggesting to the police she had been suffocated. <laughs> no way! She just swallowed some fabric for the fun of it. I mean, she's she's kind of a cretin. She's already in a tree. Like, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if she'd been munching on some cotton. But as well, can we, can we talk about the fake gold ring? She's been scammed. Some some man has given her that. She's probably over the fucking moon. Or she's brought it from a shop. She's she spent however much on it, and it's just fucking fake. She's actually been scammed. Yeah, the real crime here isn't that there's a dead woman in a tree, and we don't know who she is. Is, it's that this said dead woman was scammed. Just this, <laughs> for this woman. <laughs> not, not, not who killed her, I don't care. Get her her money back. <laughs> the later autopsy determined that she was 35 years old, was around 5 feet tall, and had been dead for about 18 months. From the autopsy, the police were certain this was murder. Well, no shit, she's got <laughs> something stuffed down her throat and she's in a tree. 
Like, it's it's almost as if it could be murder. Just hear me out. Actually, I think one day we should just do an episode on the idiocy of police. The police thought at one point she might not have been murdered. She's still alive. She's from fucking, what is it called, like funny bones or something. They thought that she had been placed in the tree shortly after death before rigor mortis set in, because rigor mortis occurs quickly after death, so they also believe she was murdered closer to the tree. Well, that's suspicious, considering it's supposed to be private land. Maybe he did it. Maybe, I'll say he, the the owner of the land. Then again, though, if four random 17-year-olds are able to get onto the land, any murderer could. True. To be fair, part of me wants to say the tree grew around her, but because she'd been dead 80 months, trees don't grow that quickly. I know, it's upsetting, because that would have made a lot of sense. If you look at how weird the tree appears yeah, if you as look well, at the like photos, it's a weird tree. I suggest anyone that's listening, look at the photos yeah. of the tree. Like, it's not your bog-standard tree. No, and it, it's not your normal wick, uh, witch elm either. No, it literally looks like a bush more than a tree. Yeah, it looks like it grew around her body. Yeah, why we say that? <laughs> but it can't have, and that is really annoying. Depressing, really. It's frustrating. Unless... Yeah. Like, some sort of mental fertiliser. <laughs> Not plants versus zombies. <laughs> Excuse you, I like that game. Due to the distinct nature of her teeth, the police believe they would easily be able to identify her through dental record. However, Call me clapped without calling me <laughs> No, that's so rude. This woman has just been found dead, and they're, for, and they're like, violating her for no reason. It's like, her teeth are kind of jacked. <laughs> <laughs> this theory did lead nowhere, unfortunately. So they also looked through missing person records, and though due to the nature of the ongoing war and the constant bombing from Germans, this was ineffective. That does make kind of like sense, because there's going to be a lot of missing people around. Well, if you think of where it was as well, it Hagley is a village near Birmingham, and people were fleeing from these big towns such as Birmingham, mm. which were getting bombed, Blitzkrieg, whatever it's uh, called, um, fleeing to these countryside towns. So there are a lot of people dying, a lot of people going missing towards these towns. So the thing is, we're missing people. At any other time, it would have been a viable solution. Yeah. That was the problem. The police finally got the lead they were looking for when they traced the woman's shoes. They were able to track this down to six potential pairs that were sold at a market in Dudley. Once again, this potential lead led to little and the case was overshadowed by the war. Understandable. One woman's death, the war. End of a man's war. (laughs) December 1943, a few months after Bella's discovery, a mysterious series of graffiti began to appear. The first appeared on a house and read, Who put Lou Bella down the witch helm? Now, this was the first time that a name was actually associated with the case or with any, well, just with her in general. Because at the current moment, she was a Jane Doe. And now Bella is still used to this day. Was Lou Bella even a common name then? Because to me, that's an odd name. I honestly don't know, but I just think it's oddly specific. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like a name that would just come to your head. No. I, I feel like Mary. <laughs> yeah, you'd think it was Jane. <laughs> Jane. Because again, she was a Jane Doe. It was Jane so. Austen. <laughs> so, 
He's yeah. literally something basic. Like, I don't know, obviously, what names were common around that time, but Lou Bella is not one I've heard before, ever. No, definitely not. But, I mean, following this, uh, more graffiti would appear, and it would actually only... It would go down to the name Bella instead of Lou Bella, so we'd lose the... Lose the Lou off the front lose of the it. Lose the Lou. Maybe that was because they couldn't be bothered, or... Maybe it was because Lou Bella's kind of not a great name, in my opinion. Yeah. Not to offend any Lou Bellas out there. <laughs> any Lou Bellas that may be listening. <laughs> <laughs> the following months and years after the first graffiti, more appeared, and it was believed to be done by the same person due to the similar handwriting, and it was also believed to be an adult due to the height it was at, and just, like, it was around multiple villages in the area. It wasn't just in one village where, like, a kid could be running around after school fucking around with a bit of chalk. The original Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually his origin story. <laughs> This information made the police and media believe that somebody knew what had happened to this Bella. This went along with a letter received by the Wolfhampton Express and Star in 1953. The writer of this letter identified herself as Anna. The letter stated, You will never solve the mystery. The one person who gives the answer is now beyond the jurisdiction of earthly court. Which is Fuck a fucking up. weird quote. What a pretentious... Little shit. <laughs> what were you born in the year twenty ten? <laughs> it's just it's so I it's I'm worded so earthly courts. This oh, is sorry. one of the main problems that people pull up with this letter is the whole earthly court thing because it's mm. just it's so weird. It's so it's not a common phrase, and they no. say other things in this letter, and I've only pulled out a few key quotes. Yeah. Um. So blame me for not knowing everything. It sounds like something that was said by a pretentious hipster. It also further went on to say, The only clue I can give you is that the person responsible for the crime died insane in 1942 and the victim was Dutch and arrived illegally in England in about 1941. They're like, the only information I can give you is a loads of information. <laughs> the only information I can give you is everything you didn't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, literally. But the thing is, as well, it's like, they say arrived illegally, but obviously there's mass immigration due to the Nazi takeover of yeah. Europe and stuff. So, I mean, I imagine there was a lot of illegal immigrants, so it probably was not that helpful. Anna was later identified as Una Mossop. She claimed her husband, Jack Mossop, who worked for the RAF, witnessed Bella's death. Firstly, she claimed her husband was involved in aspiring with a Dutch man called Van Root, and this led him to witnessing her death by the hands of Van Root in the back of a car. However, mm. there was also an alternate version of this story that she gave, which is weird, because it's like, if you're going to try and get fame from this. Why is she switching up the story? Don't switch up, because that... You've just you got to sort it out, really, let's be honest. Like, I'm not really liking Anna. No, she's just... She, I think she's full of it. Mm. I think she was probably just bored. It was definitely her writing them messages. <laughs> she's definitely like, I want to stir the pot. I'm going to get my chalk out. <laughs> I'm going to walk around town. Oh, that that wall looks I'm, like it needs some Lou Bella on. my chalk. <laughs> Why does Lou Bella also sound like a butter? It sounds like a shitty butter brand that your grandma would buy. <laughs> Do you want some Lou Bella on your toast? <laughs> Maybe that's what it's actually about. Who put the butter in the witch elm? It's a, it's a valid question. It is. That's, that's my new butter business. The, funny, the, fun, <laughs> the funniest thing about this is, what if they weren't even on about that? It's very true. I'm sure witch elms weren't that rare. Yeah. Maybe maybe Labella's like a cat or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> and, and in... this is actually just someone like threatening another person in the village, and they're like, "Oi, who was it? Where's my fucking cat? Are you put my cat in this witch? I'm gonna fight you." The other stories had the free drinking in a pub, 
and apparently she became very drunk and eventually unconscious. And the men thought it'd be funny to put her in a tree and leave her there. Like, obviously. <laughs> who, obviously, guys. Peak humour right there. You know what would be really funny? If we let this woman die in a tree. You know what? Let's put her in a fucking tree. <laughs> Let's take her onto the big rich man's estate and put her in a tree. <laughs> the main problem with these two stories is they, they don't like, include the smaller details, such as the cloth being shoved down her neck, which... Lovely detail, obviously. Yeah, but it's not it, something the drunk man would think to do. The Unless thing she is, was screaming. It screams hoax because they don't talk about these small details. And yes, it's, yeah. it is likely something that the public didn't know at that time. Yeah. So it sort of just feeds into the idea that it's just not real. With the case still cold to this day by the police, let's look at some possible theories. Bella was part of aspiring. So as we know from Uma Mossop and Jack Mossop's story, apparently Bella was part of aspiring in the Hagley, Birmingham area. Um, but there's not much evidence collaborating this story particularly. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> because it's bullshit. <laughs> no, well, even if it isn't bullshit, there's not going to be much evidence about aspiring because kind of the whole point is that they're spies. Yeah, I know, but what I mean by it is the only person that could validate it, Jack Mossop, is conveniently dead. Yeah. Don't you hate it when people do that? I do. And Bella's cause of death in the Mossop story would have been at the hands of Vamrel, who would have either put her in a tree drinkingly, as you do, <laughs> or... <laughs> Casual Friday night. <laughs> or Saturday. Saturday. No, to be honest, it is the country. At that time, they were probably drinking, like, Almost every night, so... I mean, considering they are on rations, I highly doubt it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> War? <laughs> yeah. Period. <laughs> to be fair, how hard is it to make ale? What, in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit of mead. <laughs> well, Van Rout strangled her in the back of the car. However, nothing came from this theory, but there are other theories about Bella actually being part of a Nazi spy ring instead. Slightly more believable. Slightly. So due to Anna's claims in the letter of Bella being a Dutch spy, an author named Donald McCormick went to Holland to try and validate this claim. (laughs) As you do. I mean, I don't know where this man's disposable income for this is going. I don't understand. How do you just, what do you do, just rock up at a random town and you, like, I don't know, throw it into the tavern and you're like, hey, um, do you know this gal? Who is she? <laughs> I mean, I imagine it would be government records. He found that a man named Leher was the Nazi spy recruiter for people who were willing to work in Britain as Nazi spies. This man apparently had a Dutch girlfriend who lived in the Birmingham area in the 30s and had no detectable accent, which would have been important if you're a spy because then people aren't going to say, oh, you're a German. Yeah. Surely, if she had no accent, there's no way to prove that she was Dutch. Uh, I mean, well, besides from birth certificates again, but... They could have just completely lied. Just to, like, maybe he just wanted to seem like... like Quirky. He, like he could pull in, like, a... A groovy way. Yeah. Like, she was actually just some, I don't know, she's probably just from Birmingham. Wanted to add to that white heritage. (laughs) (laughs) 
McCormick claims in 1941, five spies were sent into England during Operation Sea Lion. One of these spies was dropped over the Hagley area. This certain spy was called Clara. She never reached back out to the Nazis, so she never recommunicated with them, and was just considered dead from that one. I mean, maybe maybe she just wanted a better life. My tooth fairy was called Clara. Crikey. That, that's where she was. <laughs> we found it. She did die. I honestly doubt she isn't that any individual would choose to spend the rest of their life basically breaking into children's rooms and taking body parts. There are various, various famous people I could name <laughs> by way for legal and then reasons. Just, then just draining their bank accounts. You're just giving away money and taking teeth. Some people have strange kinks. That's what I'm <laughs> going to say. McCormick also spoke to a former Nazi in South America, which of course, refuge for them <laughs> over there, isn't it? Which not only collaborated the story, but also described Clara very similar to the woman in the witch elm. Definitely just read the report. <laughs> Definitely was just reading the paper. It's definitely just like, I'm going to stir the pot. You know, <laughs> I've been out of action for a while. I've been sat in this jungle over here. <laughs> but it, it sounds promising. Like, it sounds like this could be real. Yeah. Do you, so you believe this right now? To a certain extent. I'm it's, about it's to belie- tear it all down. It's believable, but I don't believe it. Well, firstly, Clara, her full name is Clara Burley, and there is a record of her dying in a Berlin hospital in 1942. Well, what the fuck was the point in that, then? Well, I mean, it could be fabricated. It... True, I suppose if she was a spy, it could be easily argued that they just faked her death. So she was, you know, like off the record, off the grid. True. So she could infiltrate Britain. She could infiltrate Birmingham. <laughs> Big rummy infiltrator. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do anyway. Dream job. And secondly, Clara was 5'10". And now if you remember back, the woman in the witch home was openly 5 foot. So unless Clara had some mad dog minds... <laughs> I suppose... And a mad quit. If you... Ju- <laughs> If you, A, if you backcombed hard enough, mm. B, if you tried hard enough, you could probably file your legs down with some sandpaper. <laughs> that, that's why she got trapped in there. She struggled to get out <laughs> due to her new small <laughs> legs. Here you, Bella was a local prostitute. So this Thank is you. It's quite a short and simple story. Um, it suggests that Bella may have been a missing prostitute who went missing in the Hagley area. And around 1941, he was also called Bella. So it would link back to the graffiti and how she got her name. I mean, it doesn't really tell us about Lou Bella, because obviously that was the first before Bella. But she did go missing in 1941, which would match the timeline, because she was in there for about 18 months. So it kind of sticks up. It's tangible, because prostitutes went missing often, because they didn't really have family, usually. Mm. So no one would really look for them. Obviously, they weren't really seen as people with much worth. Yeah. So that's why they were killed so often by serial killers, because it was easy, frankly. Mm. Um, so it is, it's believable, it makes sense. However, there is no like evidence backing this up, and I think she might have been found. So, uh. a bit after. So I don't think it's plausible that she is the Bella in the Witch Elm. Theory four. This was a theory originally put forward by the police, and it is the theory that she died due to an air raid. So that is either that she climbed into the tree due to an air raid. Normal human reaction to an air raid, just climbs out a tree, because that's going to help. Well, I guess it's like, you've got to find somewhere to hide in the 
Yes. Yes. But it's more to do with the fact that you've got to go somewhere where you're not going to be blown to like smithereens, hence the underground stuff. You're in a tree. You're actually above ground. Never. <laughs> I thought they grew underground. <laughs> they do actually. It's roots. True. But yeah, it was an early theory believed by the police that she might have been running from an air raid or due to an air raid, she might have gone into the woods for shelter and she was killed there by someone. Yeah. Which may explain the fact that she had the cloth stuffed down her throat. Which again, lovely way to die. Lovely way to die. The fourth and final theory is that of witchcraft. So many believe that Bella's death is because of witchcraft. This idea was first put forward by Margaret Murray, who in herself sounds She sounds like, like a witch. witch. <laughs> she She definitely is. Yeah, a hundred but it's the double M's. Yeah. The m- <laughs> Her reasoning stems from her hand being separated from her body, which is considered a hand of glory. Now, I'm going to try and struggle to explain what a hand, hand of, of glory is. hand of glory. Sounds very That dumpy. sounds like an urban dictionary term that I would look up. It, it does. It sounds like a pick-up line. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a hand of glory? Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. So a hand of glory is this idea of the hand from a severed criminal after execution, typically hanging. Uh, someone sever their hand, as I said. <laughs> the hand is meant to be preserved then, so it's wrapped, put in like oil or something. And then. Like mummified? Basically. Okay. But they want to keep like the skin and the fat on it mm. because then they burn the fat like a candle. Delightful. Yeah, so this candle is. That's meant... what these vegans are doing. That's what these. That's <laughs> these what damn these... vegans! <laughs> that's what these eco friendly, so called eco friendly people are doing. They don't want any wax anymore, <laughs> they want human hands. Yes. Recycling. <laughs> Giving when back I die, to the planet. When I die, I just really, really want to be a massive human <laughs> candle. So depending who you ask, these like this hand has different abilities. So some say it's for robbers, and they would light each finger on fire, and because obviously it's got the fat in it, it's been preserved, it would burn down. And say all four fingers burn, and then there's one left. Um, that would say that there's one person awake in the house, or there's one person in the house, so they couldn't burgle it. What if, right? Right. This might be, this might be picking holes, but what if they did this and it said that no one was awake in the house, and then when they broke in, everyone woke up? And that's technically just. It's the truth. <laughs> it is the truth. <laughs> be, a bit, be a bit bad. But it's just a bit crap, really. <laughs> be a shit burglar, wouldn't mm. it? Home Alone looks a little different here. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin with a seven hand. <laughs> Another power it's said to have is sending people into a coma-like state, which is probably from seeing a fucking severed hand. Yeah, I feel like maybe the shock of seeing a dead person's hand would probably freak you out It's enough. probably the stench as well. Yeah. However, if her severed limb was intended to be that, it wouldn't have just been left a few feet from the tree. That's kind of, um... Because it's the whole point of killing her to get her hand to then leave her hand. Yeah, it kind of, the more likely explanation is some animals just ripped it off while they're trying to eat her and just... Mm, prime scram. Dead woman in tree. I do love a good thing. <laughs> five Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> woman in tree. That's our new business venture. <laughs> the name Bella could also lean into witchcraft as... Uh, an explanation for belladonna, which is a poisonous plant commonly associated with that dark is, magic. That is the biggest stretch I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. 
It is, but it's what it says when you research it, that the name Bella is just commonly linked with it. So. Mm. Bullshit. <laughs> the way she died, or was killed, is reminiscent of a ritual done by covens, where they trap a, another witch or person in a tree, at this sort of imprisonment for sins they've committed. But I, if you're a witch, you're always committing sins, surely. No. Not all witchcraft is bad, Cam. <laughs> God. Damn, we stand a good witch. It's giving Salem. <laughs> Definitely would have been one of those people who just burnt witches. Burn for you. the banter. <laughs> the witch home tree is also linked to the occult, as they're associated with death and the underworld. Cheerful. It's lovely, but it's from like Celtic mythology, paganism, where they have common links. <laughs> However, there was no particular evidence for any witchcraft, and it's just speculation. The police thought about it for about 10 seconds, and I'm like, nah, not a... So, what do you think? Right, this might be a slight stretch, but it's the most realistic one we're going to have heard today, right? So I think Bella was... You know how Bella's quite a common dog name? Mm. I think she was actually a shapeshifter, <laughs> and she was trying to get her ball that her owner had thrown. Probably the owner of the estate. Let's talk about that. So he, he threw the ball, it landed in the tree, Bella jumps in the tree and then accidentally transforms into a human... Human? Into a... Human? And she accidentally transforms into a human This Twilight version. Harry Potter <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, and, and she gets stuck in because... And her owner doesn't know that she's a shapeshifter, so he just thinks that she's gone missing. I, I hope everyone realises this is a piss thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's what I actually believe. Don't belittle my beliefs, Cam. What do you think then? Go on, what's your belief? I mean, honestly, I'm going to have to go with they got drunk and they shoved her in the tree because that is the most British thing. It is it's the most realistic one, if you think about it, because drunk people do dumb stuff. They do. But there again, as you said, the owner of the state could be dodgy. He could enjoy putting people in I don't in know trees. why that's not like been um, investigated that we know of, because if someone dies on your land, you think someone would be like, hey... Why is there a dead person on your land? But I guess it is a whole woodland. Like, it's not just, like, a little area. <laughs> My back garden. <laughs> like, you probably own quite a lot of Hagley, if you think about it. If it's True. the Hagley Manor, like... Yeah. It's probably got a lot of ground.